Hello and welcome back to the Power Up podcast. I'm Gila Ross, your host. And in the podcast, we spend just a few minutes exploring powerful ideas that can impact our daily lives. I'm super excited to share this episode with you where I sit down with the legend, the superwoman, Meira Spivak, who will introduce herself to you and you'll see why she is such a fascinating person to listen to. Hi, Meira. It is so great to see you again. I think it's been, what, four years since we last? Yeah, saw it's been a really long time. This is, this is amazing. Yes. So I know that some of my listeners will remember you from um, Portland NTSY. I know that um, Vancouver people and the Calgary people might remember Meira Spivak from the legend from Portland NTSY. But for those of us who don't, um, who do, for those of the listeners that don't, give me a little bit of an introduction. I mean, you are, I think, the person that comes to mind when people think of a superwoman. You run NTSY. Just briefly tell me what that entails. Sure. Well, I'm the director of NTSY in Oregon. So I have the privilege of helping to really grow NTSY in our state, which, and our NTSY is pretty unique. Most cities will have an NTSY primarily focused on high school programming. We actually have our own middle school, high school, and college program. And we also started a sleepaway camp about two, three years ago. So really um, that's like a full, that's like just really exciting you know, for me personally. And then I'm also a district manager, <clears throat> sorry, I'm also a district manager for the Northern District of the West Coast. So I really get to help not only the staff in Oregon, but also those, you know, Northern California as well and, and in Washington. So it's just been a great, I just really love my job. I love what I do. I feel like I'm able to help a lot of different people and I'm constantly challenged, right? One day my job might involve just working on a project. We might be doing a fundraiser. The next day is management. The next day we're packing boxes, you know, to send everybody during COVID. So there's just a lot going on and I really love the diversity. That's amazing. It sounds like um, a very part-time gig then, right? I'm joking. <laughs> More than full-time. So again, for those of you who don't know, you have a number of kids, right? Yeah, I have a very large family. <laughs> I do. You know, it happens to be like, my motto in life is really like, I, and I say this about everything, like, I don't think things are big deals. So, you know, it's funny when I talk to people, when, when I talk to people and they're like having children and they're, you know, complaining and it happens to be for me, the first child really was the hardest. And then it was, and then the second child was like, wait, okay, I have two hands. I got this right. The third one was like, all right, husband, like, come on help, you know, but at some point you're just outnumbered. But I think that most people, and this is the secret, by the way, if anybody's listening in here, most people, they actually give up before it gets easier. So uh, the, the secret is, by the way, just if anybody here is interested in a big family, the secret is getting past four. So like if people stop at four and then they're like, I am done, I will never, not even most people don't get to four, but if they get to four, they're like for sure done. But really once you get past four, that's when it just becomes more. So before then it's like, oh no, it's another challenge and there's more and then we're outnumbered. And then, but like, once you get like past four, it's just like, everything's just more, but it's not, it's not, I mean, it's new challenges because each child brings a new like surprise, but anyway, get past four. I love that tip because I, I, again, hearing you talk and knowing a little bit about you, I wonder if that's your motto, not just for kids, but for, for, for life in, in general. Because I think a lot of times, as you say, it's a brilliant piece of advice that we stop 
before we get easier, right? We get to the hard part and we think, oh my gosh, this is so hard. And then we stop. Whereas if we just continue, then we can apply this to kids. We can apply this to marriage. We can apply this to the job. We can apply this to our own personal growth, I think as well. It's, it's um, that, that was really a brilliant piece um, of advice. So late, um, I hear that just recently you've taken the publishing world by storm. You published a book. Tell us a little bit about the book that you published. Yeah, well, actually, the book is called How to Make Pesach or Passover Pesach in Five Days. And it's actually based, it's funny, I always say this, it's based on a class that I've given for many years, How to Make Pesach in Five Days. It's based on a class. And I always joke that, you know, when a movie comes out and there's a book in a movie and there's always a discussion like, what's better? You know, it depends on what came out first. If the book came out first, the book might be better. So it's always like, what's better, the speech or the book? So this this book was actually based on a class that I've been given. And during COVID, I opened it up to a larger Facebook group and the class got almost 3,000 views. And I wow. knew at that point, like I had never gotten 3000. That's like a lot of views. And I was like, people really need help. Like it's overwhelming. So many people had a last minute make, make Pesach. Like they didn't have guidance. It was, everyone was thrown into it. It was COVID. Right. And it's just, it's really been amazing. Like I, I really love helping people. And I think that this is a great way, you know, people stress again about Pesach preparations. The premise of the book is that it's not that it's not stressful. The premise is let's just, let's just like constrain the stress like it's confined it to only five days so we don't have to be stressing the whole time so i you know it's funny we were joking about how the book was going to be called only stress for five days but we didn't think anyone would buy it but you know it's <laughs> not that it's not stressful it's not that it's not real it's not like there's not a million things to do but it doesn't have to take over our lives like we could just stress for a short amount of time and i'm always comparing it to the analogy when i take my kids to the doctor for their birthday vaccinations. And they're like freaking out for weeks before, like not the, not the doctor, not, and I'm dragging them into the appointment and I'm like holding them down and they get the shot. It's like over in three seconds. And I'm like, do you realize you're just stressed for like weeks before for a shot that like literally your brother just smacked you five minutes ago. And that was way harder. And now you're like <laughs> just crying. And I'm like, this is us preparing for holidays. Like it doesn't have to be stressful. We can look at it. We can break things down. We can make it simpler. There are steps we can take. So it's not overwhelming. Like things are as overwhelming as we make it and we have a choice. So for Pesach preparations, I've chosen to really narrow all that stress down to five days. And I'm sharing that with others. So they also can go into Pesach. They could go, they could like be facing Passover, just getting really excited, really just, you know, not feeling the stress. It just feeling, being able to feel the joy of the holiday. Amazing, amazing. I can't wait to, I think it's sold out. Is, is it sold out or there's a second well, printing? Yeah, we already had it. We've gone into second printing. It is still available, I think, and is available on Amazon. So for the UK and different places, it is available on Amazon. I know it's available also at Lehman's Books, if that's near you. I'm not sure where everybody lives, but I know it is available in some places, but we did go to second printing and we are very excited about it. Amazing, really, really amazing. So let me ask you a question, Meira. If you had one message that you'd like to give to um, our listeners, some of whom know you, some of whom um, are meeting you for the first time today, what would it be? You know, I want to share something about myself. And I tell this to a lot of people is that I never had training in anything that I do. I I actually used to be a caterer and I never took, I don't think I ever took a course. I was just like, yeah, I could make cakes and sell them. Yeah. I could set up the party. Yeah. I could cook the food. Yeah. I'm a caterer. I just became a, I can make a golf tournament. Have I ever played golf? No, but I'll find someone who knows how to play golf. I'm not a writer. I just wrote a book. I'm still not a writer. And I think the fact that I'm like, don't let 
the fact that you're not someone or you're not something stop you from accomplishing your goals. Because again, we're putting this like pressure on ourselves around Pesach. We're putting all these limits on ourselves, but there's no reason they're all in our imaginations. We can accomplish anything. And I still say, again, I'm not a writer, but I wrote a book and I'm not a guy. I don't play golf, but I run a golf tournament and I don't know trivia. I run a trivia night and I Again, I made myself into a caterer just because, and now I cater for free for all of the NCSY Shabbatons that we run. So, you know, I, I teach innovation now. I Am I an innovator? I mean, yeah, I think I am now. I think I am, but it's just not because I, I had a, you know, I just started learning and I picked it up and it, and people are always saying, well, I never had that. I never learned that. It's not too late. Just start doing it. And this is the key. When you start doing it, the goal is not that it's perfect. The goal is that it's good enough to do it a second time and fix it. And that's what I do when I start things out. I start things, I'm like, let's run this event. It just has to be good enough that people want to come back and we'll tweak it by the next year, it'll be better and then better. But let's not stop ourselves because we're like, I can't. You could do it. Like, it doesn't matter if it's perfect. So you'll get it better the next time. We're not going for perfection. We're just going, we want to set goals for ourselves and accomplish those goals. So if I had one message, it's don't stop yourself you're, please don't sell yourself short. Anyone could accomplish anything they want. Just do it. And it doesn't have to be perfect. You'll get there. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Um, I'm, I'm sure this is a message that you pass on to your NCSYs. I know you work um, incredibly, incredibly hard for NCSY. You're incredibly driven. I mean, you've been involved for how many years? For at least 15 straight and then a few years before. <laughs> what, what your, what's your motivation? What keeps you going? What is my motivation? It's a great question. You know, it's actually funny because I once got up during a talk in, we were having an awards banquet and I got up in front of a room. Most of the people in the room actually were not observant like I am. I'm an observant Jew. So most of the room I would say are secular and they were coming to this awards banquet because they really, they were proud of the accomplishments of the teens. And at one point I got up and I said something that I was pretty daring at the time. Uh, it's probably is still daring for me to say it, but I, I really do stand behind it. And, you know, people are always saying, oh, is this orthodox? I don't know. It's not for me. It is for me. I'm not that type. And, you know, we're always saying that NCSY, at least in Oregon, is for sure. It's not for orthodox kids. It's not who we serve. You know, it's for everybody. We welcome everybody. But I did say, I said, do you know why I feel that I keep going? It's actually the fact that I'm an observant Jew. Because I, day in and day out, I have made a commitment to Judaism and it's something that doesn't waver even when it's hard and even when it's stressful and even when you know one of my teenage my own kids are just making me crazy not that that ever would happen I mean hypothetically right but or things are going <laughs> really okay. hard I know that I made a commitment and I'm going to stick to that and I think knowing how to stick to something stays with me in every area in every area like that I put myself into and it's the same NCSY like I am committed to inspiring the Jewish future. I made a commitment. I believe in that commitment and I'm going to stick to it. So it's funny that most people look at it and they're like, oh, you're observant. Like you keep kosher, you keep Shabbat, you keep Shabbos. And I'm like, yeah. And I know how to stick to things. And I think that's just part of who I am. And that's really kept me going for such a long time. That commitment to Judaism is really what's that that ability to, com to commit, it's a skill. Not everybody has that, right? We know people that are flaky, they keep changing their mind. But I think the fact that like, I I know how to commit to things is really what's that skill I've applied mm -hmm. to my work in NCSY and working with the Jewish people. 
Incredible, incredible. Because I know like I look at you sometimes, I'm like, how does she do it all? But now you're telling me that your superpower is that you're observant and you managed to, you made the commitment and you follow it through. Wow, incredible. We could keep talking forever. Thank you so, so much, Meira. Um, it was real, a real pleasure to, um, to speak with you tonight. And if, the listen, if any of our listeners want to find your book, they can find it on Amazon, you said? Yeah, I mean, there's lots of Jewish bookstores are carrying it in the tri-state area right now. Um, it's available at the oregon.ncsy.org, our Oregon NCSY website, and also on Amazon. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for having me. This is really a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you so much for spending your time and listening. We'd love to hear your thoughts and your feedback. And if you got anything out of this episode, please share the words about the podcast and subscribe so you hear future episodes. Have a great day.